recorded live on Halloween, October 31st, 2018, in the beautiful Payprotech Indianapolis offices. This is POS Uncensored, brought to you by Payprotech. POS Uncensored wants to take the mystery out of technology, the fear out of the new, and to help sales partners everywhere ensure the POS systems they are selling aren't a total POS. Each week we cover a subject relevant to understanding and selling point-of-sale systems. We also want to answer your questions. If you have questions, email them to mail at posuncensored.com. Now let's join the POS Uncensored conversation already in progress. All right, welcome to POS Censored. Maybe I've left some of this in. I don't know what. Um, so we're going to talk today about a common question that a lot of people, both on merchant side and our partner side and our reseller side, are talking about. The difference between some people call it software versus cloud. Um, some people call it cloud versus traditional. But let's start with just a basics definition, Mr. Kramer, of, oh, I didn't really have us introduce ourselves. We should do that, right? right I'm sure. Nate Manahan. You can't see us. so you get, I'm Nate Manahan. Robert Kramer. And Matty Ice, or Matt Proctor, is what some people call me. <laughs> there I've we go. never heard the term Matty Ice before. Well, Hoskins calls me Matty oh, Ice does sometimes. He? Well, yeah. then there you go. Then yeah. it's, it's just right, So, yeah, it's okay it's if he legit. says it. <laughs> All right, so back to the setup of the question. The, what is the different? What is software POS slash traditional POS and cloud POS? Well, if we're talking, it, th- obviously the basic understanding of it is that a software-based system or traditional POS system has an actual piece of software in a computer that is in the merchant's building that runs the POS, stores the information that they acquire through sales and reporting. A cloud-based system, there is nothing stored on site. It's all stored in the ethereal cloud. Um, beyond that, um, basic understanding, when we're talking about monthly fees, cloud-based systems, you're, play- you're paying for the cloud-based service. Now, with that, you get 24-7 support, you get some hardware support, software upgrade, <coughs> excuse me. And then with a software-based POS, there's, no, there's usually a monthly fee, but it's 100% for support, Hardware support, software support, 24-7 support. That's really what you're paying that monthly fee for. So though they both have monthly fees, they both go to a different place. So, Matt, can you tell us a little bit, because there's somewhat of a converging of those things. Because originally it was pitched to, you can do a cloud system, so you can control it either. You can jump to different pieces of hardware quicker because all, you know, you just have to download it. The iPad, we'll talk about that, changed a lot of how cloud was able to operate. And now that Android's catching up on that, that's going to continue to change. But can you have portions of both? Can you have a cloud system and a software-based system? There are systems out there now that, yes, are trying to combine the two. Um, Retail cloud is one we, we talk about a lot here. Um, where they they promote that Windows version, Android version. Hey, we've got cloud and software. Where really they're still storing. Yes, they're using a Windows version, using a regular Dell computer, um, but they're still utilizing that cloud as far as storage. So it gives a little more flexibility as far as still uh, being able to search and check things when you're you're offsite. Where traditional software systems, you still had to be there on site to have access to any of that. And so that's really the. Um, you know, the promotion of, of that is that people want that remote access. 
you know, going back to what Bob just said, cloud where we found really a niche over the last five to 10 years, because back when him and I ran restaurants, there was no such thing as all these cloud systems and iPads everywhere. Um, it's just that mobility factor. You know, that to me, yes, we can describe the two differences, you know, to every agent and merchant. Um, but it comes down to, hey, I want to take orders table side or, hey, I want I want to walk around and take orders. And that's really that sets apart that cloud versus the software, which is generally on a larger monitor. It's not going anywhere. Uh, the other, I think the other thing you also have to look at when we're talking about cloud-based POS, and that brings up a valid point, that it's the mobility of it, of when I want to do table side. But there's still, there are traditional software-based POS systems that have that tablet capability. It's just a lot more expensive. Yeah. You know, you can go with a hot sauce, and we can get you a mobile tablet with a hot sauce to walk around your tables, but you're spending... $2,500 on a tablet, you're buying a, you know, an access point. You got to have a lot of them to, you know, make sure you cover your restaurant. It just becomes a more expensive. Spoiler alert. Way. We haven't even released the tablet yet. Eh, it's been throwing released. it out. <laughs> it's been released. It's out there. It, it's out yeah. there in the Ethereum. Um, but the other side of when they come together, you know, I think is more of when we're taking a cloud-based system and we're hardwiring it. So if really the value of going to that software-based system is one, you have control of your information because it's not out there in the cloud, it's in there, it's in your building. But the other side of that is consistency with printing and communication. Because when I'm relying on Wi-Fi networks to do all the communication side of the building, this is where we have some issues. People assume that because my phone connects to a Wi-Fi, oh, a POS system will work too. Well, there's a huge amount of information that's passed between terminals and a kitchen printer. Um, it's called data loss when that doesn't happen. Or packet loss is also the other term they uh, utilize. You know, so you have to have a pretty robust Wi-Fi system. And if you don't, the easiest way to do it, opposed to adding $300 access points and hardwiring those, is hardwiring the actual POS system itself. So the terminal, the POS iPad actually connects directly to the kitchen printer and the printers that are connected to it. It runs quicker, but you still have the capabilities of a cloud system where you can remote access. I can still move it around if I have to. I can hop on a different piece of equipment. The equipment tends to be less expensive than a traditional POS. Well, and cloud systems have certainly matured. So when they yeah. first came out, let's just take receipt printing, it had to send it up to the server in the cloud, right. and then the server had to send the message back to the receipt printer, and that receipt printer, and so there are way too many calls. Now, whatever tablet you're using or interface you're using to r run that cloud can re go right to the printer. It doesn't have to go every time it needs to run a receipt and send it up. It, it only sends what it needs to, and it can make functions a lot well, faster. Well, and there are still yeah. POS systems that function the way you just described. Yeah. There are cloud-based POS systems that are still holding on to that, where they're actually sending... Uh, information to the cloud and then the cloud sends back information to the printer i mean there are a lot of pos systems yeah. that still function like that but n there are pos systems like work with i.e paradise um which utilizes a print server or separate you know, separate piece of equipment so the printing can be done offline and not reliant on the cloud itself so you don't have that 27 seconds to print off yeah. the yeah. We've all seen that The, the delay. It's, yeah. I call it the tap dance rule. You feel like you have to put on a performance while you're waiting for something yeah. to happen, especially yeah. on a merchant side. Hold on. I'll get your seat in a second. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> and the same thing happens because most of these are – like if they're just taking a cash payment yeah. and they need that cash drawer to trigger. We've been testing some things here in the office. You can't wait. It's a delay. Yeah, you don't yeah. want – it needs to be instantaneous. You need to figure out a system to oh, do yeah. that. Well, that's when hardwiring comes in, and obviously that's 
that's where we come in of being able to discuss that with the customer. And when if you've been on a demo with us, you'll hear us ask about how large is your building? Where is your router? You know, is it an open space? We ask kind of these questions that come up. What? That's a dumb question. Well, it really has to do with Wi-Fi capabilities because the truth is a router really has a thousand square feet. No matter what they tell you on the box, it's about a thousand square feet unobstructed. And even human beings can be an obstruction to Wi-Fi uh, networks. So if I have a router that's in a closet that's 200 feet away, from where the POS system is or another even hundred on top of that to the kitchen is, we may have issues with connectivity to the Wi-Fi network because it's behind a door. Now that's behind a wall. That's behind electronics. That's behind 50 people in my restaurant. So we'll always ask strange questions about Wi-Fi. And it's something that when agents go into a building, they should be conscious of is where's your router? If they want a Wi-Fi network, where's your router? It's the same question as if they want to do a traditional POS. The customer is now is responsible for the wiring. Do they already have wiring? Is there an old system there that's been wired? You know, so it's the same thing. It's getting that mindset that if I'm going Wi-Fi, we need to start having a discussion about the network and the Wi-Fi that they're using. If I'm going hardwired, we have a discussion about the wiring and the wiring that they're using. So let's talk a little bit about cloud. Cloud certainly, in my estimation, and I. What is well? We'll see if you agree with me. The iPad has propelled the capability of cloud significantly in the last six years. The prevalence of the iPad, yeah. 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 the The fact that it's a common day thing now, yeah. you know, that there's an expectation level that children know how to use these things out of the womb, and every child that goes to a school almost has access to them. So, I mean, now that it's become so common, I think you're seeing more and more. POS systems move over to that because it's common base. Android, because of the price point being less expensive, you see some of them moving over to Android. But the truth is that the iPad really is the – it's at the top of the food chain when it comes to cloud-based POS. Well, and it, it came – certainly Android has struggled to have a, a tablet that's really taken the market. Consistency. And they've – so there's yeah. not been that. Now we're seeing some POS companies that are just hardware POS companies. They don't make the software, making some Android options. We're seeing that in our own family, like mm -hmm. the PAX devices, certainly all the devices. Verifone has them and Ingenico has them. They all have certain Android-based systems. Point was doing that. Uh, but now I think with the iPad, what it's done is it's made you can have a consistent interface and have multiple different softwares really that are running on that iPad. They're cloud-based softwares. Uh, but even that, are, there are some cloud-based softwares that they can take the iPad and it doesn't have to communicate through Wi-Fi. It can communicate through Ethernet. How does that work? Uh, it's usually a portal or switch that allows that to happen. When Paradise utilizes it, they, you know, we're selling them a switch that goes along with it. Yeah. So we plug the iPad into the switch. And then through that switch, everything connects that way. You know, it, it, there's a there's a secondary piece of device, right. yeah, the whole <laughs> hardware, hardware, secondary device. Yeah. And what's and so this is what I want to get into a little bit. Merchants often uh, and, and rightfully so will have sometimes sometimes wrong have. And if I want to be a software based system, I want to be a cloud based system and they'll have different pros and cons about or though I hear you guys talking about all the time. There are no, I have to be hardwired or no, I want to be cloud based. They have a preconceived notion of what they want to have. Mm -hmm. um, what things are they getting wrong sometimes when they prejudge that? And um, as that when that's happening, um, are there, what are things that our partners and people that are talking in the payments world can say to them to help them understand what's best for them? Well, I would say, I don't know what Matt would say, but I would say that I think the biggest mistake people get is they're afraid of the cloud base because consistency in internet. 
And nowadays, Internet's pretty prevalent. And the fact is you're processing over the Internet, so you're already reliant on the Internet. So if I'm relying on the Internet for my processing, what's it matter What if the POS is hooked up to it as well? If you're looking for something that you want consistency through speed, well, then we hardwire the cloud-based system. But the truth is cloud-based systems can be less expensive than a traditional software-based POS because there's not a $1,000 piece of software in each one of those terminals. And yeah. so if I'm able to save some money for a customer up front by doing a cloud-based system, somebody comes to you and they go, well, they don't want to spend a lot of money, but they want it to be a traditional POS. Well, NCR Alo uh, Aloha is, you know, at minimum, you're going to be spending $5,000 per terminal and Micros is going to be in the same ballpark. Same thing with Maitre D', EasyDine, all those traditional POSs, you're going to be somewhere in the $5,000 to $7,000 per terminal. And if you don't have a lot of money, we need to be looking at cloud-based systems. But there are things we can do to bolster it to make it more reliable you know, not that it's not reliable now, but more reliable in the mind or quicker in the mind of the merchant. Yeah. Well, and, and based on what Bob said earlier, I think a lot of merchants underestimate their network or they, they either think it's it's way too strong, you know, and, oh, we've never had an issue with the you know, Internet. Um, and they just don't understand what it takes to run the POS system um, or they, they just don't understand, you know, the basic capabilities of it. I mean, that, that's really what it comes down to. And that's where that, that education comes down, uh, you know, it, it comes on our end, especially with demos. And, and I'll spend 10 minutes talking to someone about that because they'll tell me they want one thing. And they'll say, well, I'm scared that um, if it's in the cloud, somebody might come and steal all my information. You know, that, that's a, it's a valid mm -hmm. scare. So that's a target thing a few years back. Um, so but then that wasn't cloud based. That no, no, that, 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 that was a hard software based system. Where they installed still a piece having, of hardware to you know, having that conversation yeah. with them and, and, and let him know that, you know, these come with their own router and they come, you know, their own network. And yep. we've had people that only want to look at hot sauce because of that. They, I, I only want the software and all to be right there. And I don't want anything. But then they the cloud. want cloud features with their right, software based right. system. But how can right. I take it to the table? And this is before we ever had the tablet option. Um, so it really just comes down to those initial uh, consultations and those talks with just to get them on the same page of the good and bad and pros and cons of each one. Um, and there are many times, as you guys know, that I've done two to three different demos on one time slot because we need to look at the features on this one, but here are the pros and cons compared to this one. Um, and, and it just comes back to the network the majority of the time. And we want to hardwire cloud-based systems if there's ever a question about you know well my internet goes down every once in a while but it's okay it comes back up really fast yeah you know or i, I always get four bars even in the back of the restaurant it's like yeah it doesn't always matter they always try to relate their capability through their internet to their phone and unfortunately it's just night and day when we're talking about running a pos system through a wi-fi yeah. system well i tell them it's like having 100 phones i said imagine yeah. having 100 of those phones on right now all connected to your wi-fi that's one station. All watching a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's one station with the cloud. I mean, it's just that much information. Yeah, and it just depends how each – because it's all about pack, how they are packeting the different data as they're going out. So each POS is different in how they're handling it. Some are better than others. They're getting better as it goes. Certainly mm -hmm. the new – like uh, those who are using iPad, the new uh, file systems that are available to the iPad as they write to those, that's going to increase opportunity to make things move faster. Um but let's talk about one of the things I often hear from merchants, or I've heard a few times, is I don't want a, an iPad-based POS because it looks like 
it looks cruddy or it looks uh, or, or it looks, it looks too small the screen's too small or uh, i've heard it just looks like <laughs> earlier you have to add more hardware to make it work so it's all frankenstein instead of the all-in-one pieces and the big pieces yeah, but those all-in-one in pieces just that piece is a thousand dollars just expensive. before i get to a printer before i get to any anything else and a cash or any other piece of equipment i'm at a thousand dollars and i haven't even put software in it yeah. So, you know, I, I can understand you're used to seeing things. Well, I want it to look sleek and modern and new, and I want it to be this. Well, the truth is that most of the time, it's still an iPad just in a fancy housing. Those fancy housings can cost anywhere from 150 to $500. And trust me, I've looked. You know, I have a I have a closet full of fancy housings here, and I yep. think we bought those for $175 a pop, and now they're totally a waste because the iPads change just slightly and they don't fit in there correctly. So, you know, the fancy housing and the way it looks, you know, do you want it to function or do you want it to look fancy? You know, I know NCR has put out the quantum and they had major issues for the first six months. They have it now they've corrected those, but you're still talking about that quantum being $1,600 to make it look fancy, you know, or I can uh, supply my own iPad Pay four ninety nine and I have the exact same system, but it doesn't look as fancy. But it doesn't look as fancy. That's right. So I mean, it comes down to: Do I want it to look good or want to be this? Beyond the fact, how many how many places have I gone to and looked at their POS that's being held together with duct tape because they refused to buy a new one? You know, they invested so much ten years ago; they're using the same box green screen computer they've been using the whole time, and it just. You know, if I can understand you want it to look clean, there there are, go online, I promise you right now, stop what you're doing, go online, put in PO, uh, uh, iPad POS stand, thousands of them will come up. They can buy them to their heart's content. It's not something we have to supply if they really want to make it look pretty. Yep. Well, what I think a lot of people don't realize, Nate, is that you can get a larger iPad. Like with Paradise, you can get the, the iPad Pro. Pro. 12, 12. Yeah, but people inch, yeah. don't want to pay but, for it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know, We're and, now back to a $1,000 piece yeah, of equipment. And, and you know what? It's a great, nice, what, 12.9-inch screen. Inch, yep. And, and you know, we talk to people about that. They see it on the quote. They say, absolutely, you can get this. But it's a different stand. So you're paying extra, you know, for that larger stand. So we always like to throw that out as an option. And we some people take advantage of it because they just want a nice big screen. Yeah. Um, but it's not the traditional 15-inch, you know, that comes with a software system. And everybody, let's talk about different, other than the iPad, what pieces of hardware are being used in cloud systems? Um, I know I we have one system um that is utilizing the uh surface i don't think i've seen it in the wild but i've seen it on the uh, uh what is that the surface uh drawing piece the microsoft the big uh it's a gross zilla zilla yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Not seen it in the wild but what other pieces what other things are being used we know some windows based things so they're using some of the, those tablets well everybody that's writing mm-hmm. to android you have a couple more options to get into those larger screens and anything yeah. that's windows based that's out there so you can utilize different equipment and there are pos companies that we are working with now that are going over to Android just to have those other software, you know, or excuse me, hardware capabilities where it's just a little bit different, yeah. you know, um, as per what's on that, there's so many, you know, I mean, once you open up the door to a windows based system or Android based system, there are a lot of different hardwares out there. If somebody want to do it now, you're paying for it. It's not yeah. just because it goes to yeah. Android is cheaper. I can tell you that the one piece that's out there that we have a POS company that's looking at right now because they're moving, they're going to be able to go into Android at some point in time. 
um, th that piece of hardware is more expensive than the whole bundle that we sell with the iPad. So it comes at a price. POS, the, it, and I say this all the time and nobody ever wants to believe it, but the truth is POS is one of the few things left in America that you get exactly what you pay for. The best POS systems out there that have every bell and whistle, that have the prettiest hardware, that have somebody that comes from the uh, drop of the hat, you know, when you call and have an issue, it's not inexpensive. It's very expensive to have that network and that system and that hardware. Yep. If you are cutting your prices because you can't afford it, you got to give a little for that, you know? And right now, the easiest place to give a little is it's not going to look that fancy, okay? Which still, I don't think it looks that bad in a nice housing. Oh, I think it looks clean, you know, that it's a, it's a nice housing. And honestly, how many people really care what the POS looks like, you know, on the other side? You might care as the, as the merchant, but the customer, do you think they really care what the POS looks like? They just want to be able to pay their money and move on. Yep. Well, and it comes down to some of that hardware. I think more of it comes to, to cloud versus software where you see a difference. is not so much um, an iOS versus an Android. So, for instance, like barcode scanners. You know, there's, there's a different barcode scanner you might need for a cloud system than you would for a regular Windows or software. Same thing with scales. You know, like Bob said, there's so much hardware out there. You know, it all can work. We run into people all the time that that's, they have all their own hardware. And, and I feel like every week that's all we're doing is <laughs> I have all my own hardware. And we have to find out what they have because there's so many out there, yep. you know, based on what systems they've had in the past. And then is it compatible with a Paradise or is it compatible, you know, with a software? You know, Retail Cloud is very flexible with that. They've been good about that, that they you can use all your own hardware and they, they're very compatible. But a lot of systems don't do that. Um, so, that once again, we talk to the agents about it. It's all about finding out what they're using make model number we have a lot of people just take pictures send it to us you know so we can look it up so last thing on today for the cloud versus uh software traditional pos how does payments work differently in each of these now or do, is it all the same now that everything's going generally semi-integrated it's all the same <laughs> i i Bobby, love to love <laughs> semi-integrated i hate semi-integration <laughs> <laughs> um the, it, it's all the same. I mean, right. it really where the difference becomes now is how the uh, online ordering payments work through the system. Some networks that are set up utilize the same, you know, MID number as the terminal that they're using. Some of them require that there's a separate MID, you know, an authorized.net account to be able to utilize online ordering. But you're seeing that change to go to a singular MID as time moves on. You know, no matter what, this is still new technology. It's still changing from day to day. I mean, you're literally talking about something in the past five years. Everything we're talking about today has happened in the past five years. This didn't exist 10, 15 years ago. You know, this is only in the past five years and it moves quickly. So nothing is obviously a hardwired system. They've had 40 years of utilization of it to get to where it's at today. Well, of course, it's going to be superior in some ways, but cloud is superior in some ways too because of its um, accessibility from anywhere and because of its mobility and because of the cost yep. so you know it, you got to weigh your pluses and minuses on both and that comes down to a conversation anytime that you can get the customer or merchant talking about their needs once what they like and don't like that's where we're successful 
One word answers aren't going to get us there. I want a POS. That means nothing to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, then I'll come give you one and we don't need to talk anymore because you don't care. But the truth is they do care. And they do care about its function, its the way it functions, the way it exists inside their business. And there are things they are looking for it to do. And unfortunately, features are not universal to all POS. Yeah. But it's changing. The beauty of this is it's changing every day. Every day people are in Every right day. And oh, so... I mean, just yesterday, I was I was thinking. So Apple just reduced their price. Their brand new iPad, so not their high end iPads, but a brand new iPad now is three twenty nine. Yeah, brand new. Brand new. Wow. And two ninety nine if you're in schools. So if, and I still I, like I I spent I sent Bob a picture of this. I spent six hours running a concession stand at my daughter's swim club on Sunday this past Sunday using Revel. At a swim at, at, for six really? hours. You spent yep. a lot of money on that. Yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> well, nice. It, it was a nice, it, and we we'll talk <laughs> offline. But was inter- fascinating. Just on the for you payment thing. Think about this. We processed twelve thousand dollars in one weekend at the swim, swim club. Yeah. In uh, well, then they can rebel. afford the rebel. They can afford, but but <laughs> yeah. but my point is, there's money so opportunities so many places. Yeah. Um. What uh, will be that'll be a whole other conversation of different ways to use POS. Uh, hmm. Parting things on POS traditional versus and and software versus cloud. Any parting wisdom that we want to give everybody? I think they are both good in their own way, and I like that we have a variety now um, compared to like we talked about, you know, 10, 15 years ago, where there there was no variety at all. And it's a great time right now that we have a POS because, like Bob said, it's constantly changing. Um, we're learning new things every other week when it comes to semi-integrated payments and things like that. Um, and online ordering now is a big thing, but um, you know, there's there's a good fit for each. It just comes down to those conversations. It's and a and that's where we want to be involved. I, you know, I want to talk to every one of your merchants, you know, because I, we can help them. Yep. Every type way. of POS system has a home. Yeah, okay. Every- and it does. <laughs> is that is this POS the perfect home at this merchant? We don't know until there's a conversation there. And the only way you're going to know. Going in with the mindset of the plus is that, you know, where I come from a background of not only food service, but selling one type of POS. I went in to sell this one type of POS. I went in every single time to sell them a Volkswagen, okay? And if a guy came in with a Cadillac, then I'm competing against Cadillac. Where, you, you know, as the agent, you can go in and go, hey, what are your needs? I have both the Cadillac, the Volkswagen, the Mercedes, the Porsche. I have all of that. Yeah, Geo but Storm which one? Yeah, I got I the mean, Geo Storm Geo for Storm. you. We'll, we'll figure out which one that is later. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if we'll you have, but the point is to being able to go in and find out their needs and then put in. If you go in one track mind to sell them one POS, yep. it can become a sticking point because the amount of phone calls where that starts, oh, I want to sell them X. And then all of a sudden, halfway through the demo of the conversation, they bring up something that X doesn't do. You're like, well, this is a moot point because we can't do a specific feature he needs through this system. Perfect. That's how we'll end. Thanks for listening to POS Uncensored. If you have questions, comments, or just want to learn more about paper tech, please email mail at posuncensored.com. For Robert Kramer, Matty Ice, I'm Nate Manahan. We'll see you next week.
Is Facebook still a thing? Are we are we over that yet? I we request Queen. We want Queen songs only to start out. Okay, Queen, Queen, Queen like we no fat bottom girls to start off it. 